right. So for now, I'll just uh, I'll just speak for another uh, 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Uh, the people who are on, what happened is, is I'm in a car and the place where I'm giving the program, where I'm going to actually give the class is about, still about 15 minutes away. What happened is, is I'm going to Columbia um, and uh, my doctor was going to send me some medicine to bring and he forgot <laughs> or I got a little delayed. I could say that. So I, I had to pick it up before. So I'm a little bit late. So I'm going to start the class officially at um, 10.15. We're just getting off the exit to go there now. But if anyone has a special request of me to tell any story or something special or uh, I can do that now until I come to the class or ask me to speak on any subject or anything. You can ask me anything. You can ask me to speak on anything. Anybody have some? Maharaj, uh, it's Bhakti. Devi. Yeah, Bhakti. Yeah. Uh, could, could you talk? You and I had a very brief discussion about culture. Can you talk a yeah. little bit about that? About culture? Yes. Or yeah. a lack thereof. <laughs> well, actually, you know, there's what's happening in the modern world, it's called postmodernism. And it decries any type of authority. You know, because authority means power or something and it's wrong or something like that. So there, there actually is a lack of culture, you know. Yesterday, a friend sent me a link for about a couple of minutes of the funeral of uh, Prince Philip, you know. And, you know, you see, saw the queen, right? It, it's so not what's happening in the world today. But also it had some charm, you know, some tradition, some dignity. So the best definition is two definitions of culture that I like. One is from Confucius and that's uh, ritual. And he said, ritual is the things we do to conform ourselves to something higher than ourselves. It was, that's what culture is. It's to move us out of the thing that's plaguing everyone and plaguing the world and plaguing every political party and every institution, which, was, which is the artificial desire for superiority rather than for service. So our ego is moving to the center and therefore there's conflict because it's a position that only one person can occupy. So there's always conflict. So in a culture, there are certain things you do and certain rituals to give you that sense of something higher than myself. You know, even honor thy mother and father, right? Uh, of course, you got to be the proper mother and father. I mean, but we expect that. No one's perfect. You know, don't get upset with your mother because your mother wasn't perfect because we're not perfect either. But there was a culture and it was very beautiful. You respect, you touch feet, you don't speak out of turn and all these things. They're very, you know, they, 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 they move you. Or even, even, you know, family kind of responsibilities. And there's something higher than myself. But, you know, even one major, you know, postmodern movement, they put on their website to destroy the family. <laughs> That's what's on their website, destroy the family. And they're getting hundreds of millions of dollars. 
you know, so the, the culture is, is being destroyed and therefore that ritual. And, and you know, sometimes multiculturalism sometimes means no culture too. You know, there should be, there should be multiculturalism, but people should also have common values somewhere that they can share. Some things that are passed down, you know, some structure that, that gives you some incentive that there's something higher than myself. So it's kind of nice, you know, it's kind of nice when families have a culture connected to something like that. That's on the in the broadest sense, something connected to that. You know, I remember when my father came home, you know, he used to say, you know, in my house, you know, there should be quiet at the dinner table. Of course there wasn't, <laughs> you know, he had some idea, you know, there should be some respect, <laughs> you know, so, it's very, very sad what's happening and how people are being indoctrinated. You know, Thomas, um, what's his name? Uh, Tom Wolf, who's probably the greatest satirist. satirist. Great writer. He, I, I refer to this. He wrote a, uh, he wrote a, a, uh, an article called the me generation that's my generation and he said they they don't understand duty above self and i remember when akinchana krishna got married to rati manjari they were both kind of very akinchana krishna and his wife are both well known very well known so it was a huge wedding, and even Indra Dumna Swami came to organize the whole thing, you know. And Akinshina Krishna's father um, you know, he's a Harvard graduate, he, you know, he's a gov and his best friend was the number two person in the government of, of New York the number two person, he was Michael Bloomberg's, you know, financial consultant, lawyer, whatever. And somehow or other, he came to the wedding. <laughs> and here it's in India with all the, you know, combination of Indians and babushka, 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 babushka you know. And, you know, so I came up and I gave the speech for the wedding, right? And, uh, one of the speeches and uh, it was <laughs> and they were sitting there and I was just professing you know these principles about the respect the parents and you know what ritual and do you know the parents who never ever saw him in a dhoti before <laughs> never even saw who are um, I mean, if he spoke in his, he can't speak in his house about God. What to speak if he said anything to temper abortion, he'd be thrown out of his house. But they love the speech. <laughs> they love, they actually love my speech. And actually two God brothers afterwards <laughs> independently told me I should run for president. <laughs> I wanted a speech. And here with this politician there. So that's one definition of culture. And the other definition of culture, which I got from um, a friend of mine who's a Sanskrit pundit and an author of books and used to work for me for many years. Or work, you know, he was my, San he was the Sanskrit teacher when I ran the school. And he said, ritual are, is how you construct your environment to give impressions in the consciousness that to, to, uh, to elevate one's ability to communicate, 
to relate and to learn. The most important aspects of, of human life, how to learn. People don't know how to learn. How do you be a student? How do you respect the teacher? I remember I once showed this slideshow to uh, my family when I was there. I was in and they lived in Park Slope or something and my brother's apartment. I went over there and there was still like tension, you know, whatever. So my brothers came over, my mother came over and I, I had this slideshow of the Gurukul in India, you know, and I set it up and I showed the pictures. And then there was one picture of someone paying Dandavat Dundavat bowing down like a stick to Prabhupada and all of a sudden my younger brother his voice spontaneously reacted in appreciation I don't bow down before no one <laughs> I don't bow down for... <laughs> you know so yeah when, 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 you know obeisances when you pay obeisances your heart goes up and your head goes down. When you fold your hands before your, 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 your heart, it indicates that these hands that have been used selfishly are for you. So, okay, I'm getting at the place within five minutes Within five minutes or less, I'll be back on, but on my computer. So everyone just hang on and you can discuss my points and I'll be there to give class. Thanks for the question, Bhakti Devi. Haribo. Haribo. Is that where Maharaj is gonna be giving the, the talk? I don't know. Okay, Hare Krishna. We're having a COVID gathering. Okay, yeah, yeah. I guess. Okay, we're having a <laughs> we're, we're we're having a COVID gathering. We're spreading the holy name. Okay, and it's a uh, it's a kind of a a safe space gathering. Qualification for coming is you can't be more than five kilometers from the place. So I don't know how Chara got in here. If someone came from Kentucky, that's not right. <laughs> oh, okay. He was in the neighborhood. Okay. I got to get kind of set here. Um, In the car, we had an interesting talk. You couldn't hear it here, huh? No. We didn't realize you were on. Yeah, no, that's okay. I started it kind of early. Okay. Okay, reading from the Chaitanya Charitamrita. No, I'm not reading from that. I'm reading from another book. Okay. 
what happened was is that um, what happened was is that I'm going to Colombia tomorrow. So my doctor wanted to give me some medicine. So it just arrived. So we had to pick it up first. So it, it just was unavoidable. But I am very excited to go. Very excited to go. Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, uh, Chapter 39, Text 22. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Okay, just give me a second here. Nananda Suno Shanabanga Sorida Samikshate Na Sakritarturabata Bahaya Gehan Swajanan Sutan Patim Adasyamado Bhagata Navapriya. Also Nanda's son, also Nanda's son, little. How old is Ram Sadowski? <laughs> what? He's two. Okay. There's a very charming, beautiful young boy here. And his father is Polish and his mother's from Siberia. So I said that the kid is Polarian. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> Polish, Siberian, Polarian. I'm in a mood because I, I, you know, you travel, so it kind of creates a little bit more passion. So usually more jokes come out. Polarian, get it? That's why I always call him Ram Sadowski. <laughs> I don't want him to forget his roots. <laughs> okay. Also, Nanda's son, who breaks loving friendships in a second, will not even look directly at us. Forcibly brought us, brought, forcibly brought under his control, we abandoned our homes, relatives, children, and husbands just to serve him. But he is always looking for new lovers. Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Daksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupakadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vansha Kalpa Tarubhyasya Vipa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namah Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Vyadana Sri Vasadegor Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Rama, Rama. So we're not talking ABC here. 
This is very, very high subject matter. And as I said, the reason that we're here is not that I'm jumping to the subject. I started this in March of 2012. So I've, I've worked up a year to get to this stage because we understand that understanding is based not just on the senses. You know, it's based on your frame of reference. And when it comes to this type of subject, we have a prejudice against it. And what does a prejudice mean? We prejudge things based on a previous experience that no longer applies. Like, let's say you were out and, you know, you had problems with a particular ethnicity. And then, you know, that person was bad to you. And then you see, you know, 20 years later, a person of the same ethnicity. And you, you, you judge it based on your previous experience, which you've generalized and no longer applies to this specific occasion. So it's the same thing when we hear about Radha and Krishna. Our previous experience of the same forms in union doesn't apply to this. But psychologically, we tend to prejudge it by our past experiences. And therefore, because those past experiences was an impetus for an absorption and union of the soul and matter in the most intense way, it becomes the most difficult or dangerous thing to hear without some education that gets you over your prejudice, allows you to see the situation in another way. So generally when you discuss these subjects that are so high, You've gone through the Bhagavatam. And what the Bhagavatam does, it does two things. It purifies your intelligence and it purifies your attachment. And if your intelligence is not purified, you'll prejudge it as something kind of mythological because it's, an, it, 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 it's, it's kind of like almost a fantasy. You know, it's like Peter Pan. You know, there's someone blowing a flute and people are following him. And he's dressed in particular types of robes and it's very exotic. So you'll tend, so your intelligence has to be purified. Otherwise you'll see it as unreal. And your, 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 your attachments have to be purified. Otherwise, you'll prejudge it as mundane. So therefore, when we hear these things, we have to hear them from a person who's going to couch them or put them in a frame of reference that allows you to actually have access to them. And therefore, in our tradition, there was a little conservativeness towards this because it was abused. The high subjects of Radha and Krishna, people interpreted it according to their prejudice, according to their previous experience, and therefore used it to satisfy the desires of their previous experience. It's too easy to go, Radhe, 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 Radhe and think you're advanced <laughs> without actually knowing what Radhe Radhe means. I remember, you know, Prabhupada was a little conservative on these things. Some people are a bit more liberal, but there was a scholar in Vrindavan, which I was happy to read and study, who was an ally and even actually more conservative. So I had this book of Western devotees taking his darshan 
And then it was translated there and then translated into English. So they wanted to ask him all the juicy questions. What about Manjari Baha? Prabhupada probably mentioned the term once or twice. <laughs> so we, and we didn't even know what it meant before 1985. Now with the internet, everybody can go really quickly to the high stuff. Say, so what about Manjari Bob? And he, he said, if you like young girls, <laughs> And then he said, it's a bob, it's a bob. It's a consciousness. And if you don't relate the consciousness with the form, you'll relate the form to your consciousness. It's a bob. And what's the bob? It's a bob of the intensity, the intensity of selfless service. These forms, boy, girl, are intense. They're intense because they reflect what's happening in the spiritual world between Radha and Krishna, which is a very, very intense love. How I can please you, how I can please you by these embraces, how I can please you by these sidelong gratitude. How can I please you in these ways? There wasn't a, and, and it was born of a very different thing. So he wanted to make the point, it's a bob. And you have to try to first intellectually understand it and then also have an experience of devotion so that when you see those forms, you won't relate it to anything mythological or mundane. You'll actually relate it to this devotion in your heart. And it'll be so, it'll be so inspiring for you. How much love, how much sacrifice. Therefore, the highest births in our whole tradition, because we look at the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the last chapter is called Charu. Last chapter. Yeah. Succession. I, I asked him because I, I knew I wouldn't embarrass him. I knew he would know. <laughs> the Shikshastakam prayers. And why is the last chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita the Shikshastakam prayers? Because what happens in that chapter? Lord Chaitanya, I forgot who he's with. Who is who is he talking with? So he's talking to his most confidential associates and he's reflecting on his life. And what's the reflection on his life? When you want to reflect on your life, you reflect on your mission and how successful you were or not in completing it. So when you get older, when you get older, you have to look back. So I'm looking back and, oh my God, have I blown it? Oh. oh, I wish I did this and I wish I did that. I wish it was like that. And, and then saying, okay, from now on, I hope it gives me some more years to rectify it. You know, so I don't do all these stupid things based on the modes of material nature and all the mistakes you make and, you know. So you look back on your mission. And when you get older, I just got a letter from a god brother, the same age as me, starting to worry about it, you know, getting older, you know, and, and really, I, he was actually really worried, really worried. So, um, so what do you do? So Lord Chaitanya was reflecting on his mission. And it was actually a great mission. 
because he had an internal mission and he had an external mission. The external mission is for others. The internal mission is for himself. So for others, he was to give this spontaneous love of Godhead. Raganuga Bhakti. Spontaneous love. No, nothing impeding it because it's a relationship with God. And when you have a relationship, an intimate relationship, it's not rule-based. Rule so he's reflecting on it. My mission was to give love of Godhead. And then he was reflecting on it. And my mission was to taste that. And they're connected because without tasting it, you can't give it. Without giving it, you can't taste it. So he was reflecting on it and reflecting on it. And then what he began to reflect on, how did he accomplish it? And then he began to reflect on the holy name and he began to start to chant verses on the holy name because that was the ecstasy. What was the ecstasy? By chanting Hare Krishna, I was able to give spontaneous devotional service. By chanting Hare Krishna, I was able to taste it. And then from his heart manifested the Shikshastakam, the eight prayers that outline his mission and the only eight verses that he wrote. I'm not sure. I'm going to talk to Charo after this and we'll figure out when the Shikshastakam and whether it came spontaneous from his heart then or he was somehow in his life he composed these verses but it's verses on, on, on the holy name that's what it is basically and the first verse of the Shikshastakam is a sutra that unpacks the rest of them because the rest of the verses correspond to these levels of faith of Chanting the holy name. Cheto Darpanam Marjanam Bhava Mahadavagni Nirvapanam Trayak Kairaiva Chandrikaranam Vidyavadu Jivanam Anandam Budi Vardhanam Pratipadam Purnamrista Vardhanam Saratmastapanam Param Vijayate Sri Krishna Sankirtanam Pratipadam Purnamrit Step by step. This is the highest thing. Asvadam means to taste. Pratipadam, asvaranam, tasting step by step, tasting the highest love, sarvatman, snapanam, and my soul becomes bathed in ecstasy. Al cheto darpanam param vijayate, Sri Krishna sankirtanam, by the sankirtan of the holy name, and he described. It describes step, and then it's expanded as the sutra is expanded, and then comes to the ultimate consciousness. And what is the ultimate consciousness? It's selflessness. It's selflessness. Jai Sirati, these I can't even describe the relationship between Ram Sadowski and Priya. It's like I've never seen a kid so peaceful and so happy. Amazing. Ram Sadowski sitting peacefully listening to the whole class. I love the name Ram Sadowski. Your name is Ram Sadowski, though. You can't take the Sadowski out of the Ram. So I asked Jaisi Rani, what's your kid's name? She said, Ram Sadowski. So so it it so he explains Krishna's Kaviraj explains this last verse and, and and how deep this last verse is. And what's the last verse? Ashlishiva Hadaratam Panastamam Madarshanam Mamahatam Karotuva. You may make me broken hearted, 
by not being present before me. You may crush me by your embrace. You may do this, you may, but I'm, you're still my worship of the Lord, life after life. And they describe how, how this verse came out of Radharani's mouth because Lord Chaitanya, right? He, he wants the mood of Radha. So these verses are actually coming from the heart of Radha. They're expressing Radha's heart. And what, what was the heart? It, you know, Lalita and the other gopis. Funny, I, I, I just like, you know, this speaking on high subjects. I think that's what happens. When, when, when you speak low, you go high. <laughs> and when you, got, you speak high, you go low. So I started speaking very low and I've come to it. It's natural though, it came here. So, you know, Krishna is who Krishna is and he mistreating Radharani, mistreating Radharani, leaving, left the Rasa dance. When they had, it, had his Radharani name come up, Krishna left the Rasa dance, Radharani left the Rasa dance, the other gopis are looking. They're looking for Krishna because he left. And then they see another foot of, set of footprints. And then they see, you know, the, you know and, and from the footprints, they can tell what the activities are. And then they see, you know, Radha is alone. But then what do they say? And this is how Radha's name is known. Aniyaradito nunam Bhagavan Harir Ishvara. Aniyaradito, there's no one else that worship Krishna so deeply, no one else. Aniyaradito. Why? Because he left everyone else. And went to a secret place with this girl, Aniya. No one could worship her. So these gopis initially, maybe they were envious, but now they see that Rod is alone and Krishna is left again just to, you know, teach them how to be humble. Or... And they say, leave this man. Leave this man. He's no good. Just leave him. And she says, Ashlishya va paramatam panastamam madarshanam mamahatam krod. It doesn't matter what he does. That's why sharanagati or surrender is the door to entering bhakti. Because if you don't have that, What's the question of Manjari Bhav and Gopi Bhav and Krishna Prem and Sharanagati? It's a door. That's the door to Bhakti. It's not even Bhakti, that's the door to Bhakti. Krishna is my shelter. God is my shelter. Krishna is my shelter. I'm so confident that that's where I put my trust. That's where I put my hands up. That's where I surrender. I'm so confident in that. That's the shelter. Nothing else, because everything else is temporary. Our eternal relationship is with Krishna. Others are temporary. So that's the ultimate shelter. The, 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 the relationship that will not disappoint us. It will not disappoint us. In that relationship, primary thing, I'm completely cared for. That's the main thing. That is called the angi. The angi is the body. The anga are the limbs. So the main thing, no problems. And then, because of that shelter, I should do everything that's favorable for that relationship. I should give up everything that's unfavorable for that relationship. I should have confidence that whatever happens to me under the shelter of Krishna is best. 
And then the other two, Gail, which we discussed last week, which was so clear, and I already forgot the answer that satisfied you. But I take the humble position in relationship to God, and I'm satisfied with that. I don't want superiority. I don't want superiority. So that's her mood. Bhakti, so Sharanagati. And then it blooms, it bloom blossoms into Bhakti. It blossoms into Bhakti. It's the foundation. Nothing can come other than that. And that's why the Bhagavad Gita ends with Sarva Dharman Prityaja. Mam ekam sharanam vija. Am tvam sarva pape bo. Moksi sami masacha. Surrender, don't worry. I will protect. Masacha, don't worry. I will protect you. No. I'm losing control if I do this. This won't be material advantageous, so it cannot be good for me. Now, I'll tell you a very interesting story with this verse, Sarvadhamma Pritya Jama Mekam Sharanam Brija. I met devotees in 1970. I met devotees in 1970 in Los Angeles. And got the Bhakti Lata Beach, that faith. But the highest thing is to serve and surrender to God. I got it. But in those days, there was a line drawn. If you're a devotee, you move into the temple. Prabhupada never had congregational preaching. Prabhupada just didn't have congregational preaching. No congregate, you're in or you're out. Because Prabhupada, uh, he was to preach in the West. And when he came, it was just when the Indians were coming. It, it corresponded. There was an immigration law the year Prabhupada came, which allowed Indians to come. Before there were no, there was no Indians in America. There's some kind of thing that happened. And then Prabhupada came. And the other thing is the who he was preaching to and the habits they had, they could not be close to Krishna consciousness unless they came in the temple. And as Prabhupada said, when Prabhupada went to the, in India, he, he went to all the Brahmin families. He said, you have five sons, give me one son. They said, no, Swamiji, how will they earn? He couldn't get anybody. You know, where in New Jersey, if there was a good Catholic family, one child was a priest or a monk. I, I met this, this, this guy from New Jersey, this priest, Somehow he got a waves of devotion when he found that. He was an old priest. He had a parish up in Maine. He got, he wanted to speak to me. He got my waves of devotion. I don't know how this happened. And he told me in his high school in New Jersey, 15 graduates either became nuns or, or priests. It's very common, one person in the family. But in India, Swamiji, how will they earn? But Prabhupada said, when I came to America, what happened in America? It was a hippie revolution. But he said, and, and, and all the children already had left home. So Prabhupada said, I couldn't get one person in India, but when I came to America, all the children already took sannyas. So he was able to bring them into the temples. So anyway, 
that line was drawn and I just couldn't step over it. I just couldn't join the temple. I couldn't be a devotee. And then I had this friend of mine, my college roommate, he had joined. He was always trying to bring me in the temple. So he, he would steal the sweets from the Sunday feast and he would send me boxes of sweets. The fact that I'm not a diabetic now is a miracle. Because <laughs> I get these boxes of, of simply wonderful. You know, and I'd eat the whole box. I, I, and he'd make sweets for me. And I get these boxes of sweets. And I would just kind of eat all these boxes of sweets. But somehow he, 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 he figured a way to get me to visit during the summer. So I was visiting and then uh, they needed to help to paint one classroom. So I was painting the classroom, I don't know, I was painting. And then they told me, they said, oh, Prabhupada came, they said, Everyone, all the devotees are invited to Prabhupada's room. To uh, he's going to give out prasadam. He's going to give out prasadam. And uh, I asked him because I had a mustache. So he said, "All the devotees can come." So I asked him, "Can I come?" Because I wasn't a devotee yet, because I had a mustache. <laughs> he said. You could also come. He didn't say I was a devotee. You could also come. 150 devotees in the temple. Prabhupada's sitting here. They're coming in from here, and there's a door here in his room. And he's giving two rascals. If I knew that I was going to speak about this, Kadamba Mala has me a picture of Prabhupada handing the rascal with the not to me, but to someone. Could be me, but the rascal is in his hand. And to, and I'm online, and I'm just going like this. I gotta surrender. I said, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I said, no, you gotta surrender. You can do it. You can do it. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. I said, no, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. And then I'm, I, I already was learning the Bhagavad Gita, so I knew that verse. So I would say, surrender, surrender, surrender. And then it said, Masuchaha. Sutraha means worry. Masuchaha, Masuchaha. Don't worry, don't worry. No, I can't, I can't, I can't. Masuchaha, Masuchaha. Don't worry, don't worry. I can't, I can't, I can't. And I couldn't surrender. Prabhupada gave me the rascoolas. I bit into the rascoolas. Something changed. <laughs> I, I, I came in here and it was like a factory. I came in here and I and that's it. All I had to do is is go home and get my things and not let my parents see my neck beats. <laughs> so anyway, that's my introduction. And uh, I'm gonna go a little bit longer. The introduction was long too, because there's actually you get inspired to speak according to the audience and it has to be rasa. There were, there were some people sitting here. Now they went out for a minute, but they, they, they had no frame of reference. And you can only get rasa when the audience is one mind. So now it's kind of one mind. So now let me ask you this. I'll read today's verse again. Alas, Nanda's son who breaks loving relationships. And just imagine if this happened to you, okay? Also, Nanda's son, not with Krishna, but with someone who did this to you. Alas, Nanda's son, who breaks loving friendships in a second, will not even look directly at us. Forcibly brought, brought under his control, we abandon our homes, relatives, children, and husbands just to serve him. But he's always looking for new lovers. How would you feel if that happened to you? You give your life to someone, right? You give your life to say, leave everything for the person, everything. And not only that, husband, family, friends, relatives, reputation, you leave everything. Now he's just leaving. Goodbye. 
And now he's just leaving because he's always looking for new lovers. What, what would you say to such a person? So now let me ask you something. What's the difference in consciousness between your feelings for that happening and the Gopi's feelings right now? What's the difference? What's the difference? Because it seems so similar. And, and if someone hears this who has no frame of reference, what do they think of Krishna? I remember one time the governor of UP came to the, to the school where we were. And the principal at that time was this, the principal at this time was this very distinguished Indian gentleman. who wanted to live to a hundred. And he did yoga, he was an amazing person, his diet, and then he fell in the, uh, he broke his hip and he couldn't do yoga and he, he died in his nineties. Great person, great person. So the governor said, you know, okay, I'm you're here, but you, you worship Krishna? Licentious Krishna who runs off with other people's wives? <laughs> and he said he was only seven years old. <laughs> That's what he told him. <laughs> only seven years old. So what's the difference? And that's the point. You won't know the difference unless you have a different experience of those things. What's the difference is that our feelings are born out of ego, our desire to control and enjoy and be superior to do that. And therefore our emotions in this state will be kind of reflected on that. And the, and the perception would be the other person was doing it. But the gopis are coming from a, the gopis, it's all born of love. It's born of this intense, pure love of service and wanting to please. And it's being churned by different emotions. They're called Vyabhachari Bhavs. There's 33 transitory emotions that increase your feelings. Because their consciousness is pure. And therefore, the the difference described by Krishna's Kaviraj is the difference between metal and gold, iron and gold, both metal. They're both metal. So you can, in one sense, you can look at them, they're the same, but the quality is so much different because there's nothing in the gopi's heart that's about them. I'm insulted. I feel this way because it interferes with my enjoyment and my control. How dare they? But this is just born. We love him so much. And every emotion that comes is just increasing this love. That's why I, I think I was speaking about this to someone, maybe this morning, when you go to Vrindavan, I'm scheming now how to get there. I think I have, I think I may have cracked the code. I may have cracked the code how to get, you can't get there on a tourist visa. What visa do you have? You'll get what? what? What's an X2? How will you get it? My brother From the school or something? Yeah, yeah. So I do tourist from school, and then I have to have some single fellow. I have to have a family stay with her. Not really sponsoring me, but uh, anyway, they're charging me if I do something stupid. I'm talking about that. It's not a student visa. No, they have those too. What? You can either 
but you can get those too. So you'd be just like you can also get the resin Okay, we'll figure that out. So it's just deep feelings of love. It's the internal potency. It doesn't have a tinge of false ego. It's not connected in the least to any bit of selfishness. It's just prema. You want to be with the person you want to serve and love. And now he's going. And certain emotions are there. And that's why if you see the Kaliya Lila from this standpoint, it's not the same. Krishna is in the coils of that serpent. And actually, when he's in the coils of the serpent, it's only like the top of his head and the peacock feather. And the serpent is like this with Krishna's body. And the cows are on the shore and they're like, they're mooing, and the coward boys, they look at this and they just faint. And the gopis come and they want to run in the boiling shrapyamana. It's boiling noxious substance and the birds are flying overhead. And as soon as they, they fly overhead, they're dropping down dead. And the cowherd boys go into so thirsty from the forest fire. They drink the water and they die on the side of the shore. And they're looking and then they're, well, that's another pastime, but they're looking at Krishna and, and then the mothers come and the fathers come and they're all, and, and, and 48 minutes that Krishna's in this coil. To, but what is actually happening? Krishna is enjoying <laughs> the love of his devotees. What is, what is the height of Mother Yasoda's love when she sees Krishna in the coil of that serpent? What are the gopis feeling? Taptadukam sunyam. I'm tormented. Life is zero. Krishna is my life. Without Krishna, there is no life. It's zero. What are they feeling? What are the cows feeling? How much the cows love Krishna? What are they all feeling? It's love. And Krishna, this is what's happening. Krishna's enjoying the love, and they're enjoying the love. Because that's what pleasure is. But they're not joining the love like saying, oh, I'm not sad, I'm not depressed, I'm not. No, I could kill myself. I'd rather die than see Krishna dying. I'm terrified what's going to happen. I'm so distressed. But somehow or other, this devotion is just increasing and increasing. So now we'll just read some more verses to kind of, because I came late, I'll go another 10 minutes. Sukham prapata rajaniyam ashisha Satya bhuva pura yoshitam druvam yasam pravishtasya mukham brajaspate kasyantya pango kalitas metasvasam vasavam. The dawn following this night will certainly be auspicious for the women of Matara, all their hopes will now be fulfilled for as the Lord of Vraja enters their city, they will be able to drink from his face the nectar of the smile emanating from the corners of his eyes. His smile is just so broad. And they'll be able to drink from his face the nectar because there's so much love, there's a natural energy. And when you see someone you love, who's very beautiful, who's supremely beautiful, and all the, 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 the it's so beautiful, and they're seeing the love, they're feeling that. What's being drawn out of them? And now they're not getting it, now Krishna's going to someone else? They're probably jealous. Now they're enjoying and leaving us and we're depressed 
But what's the source of all this? The source is that energy of love for Krishna. And what's happening? It's just increasing. And what level is this? This is the highest level of that. It's vipralamba. Vipralamba is the separation from the intense, intimate love. Not just ordinary separation. This is separation from your lover, from your son, from your best friend. It's so intense. So how are they feeling? And Krishna is enjoying this love and they're enjoying this love, but they're depressed and they're in anxiety and they're fearful and they're jealous. And they're swimming in that emotion, like an ocean. It's just churning, they're just like waves of jealousy and, and anxiety and near death, and one emotion comes, and another emotion, and this emotion, and it's just churning, and they're, they're just mad. They're out of their consciousness. They're out of their body, practically. One more verse. Nivaryama samputeta maravam kimno karishyan kula vritta bandava Mukunda Sangan Nimisharda Dushyajad Daivena Vidvam Sita Dina Chaitasam Haribo, Ram. Hey, Ram. Ram. Hey, Ram, can you say hello? Ram, can you say hello? Ram, can you say hello? That's Ram Sadowski. I have to say, a beautiful child. It's the Maharaj, Haribo. Haribo, it's the Maharaj. You know, you know it would be great now the kid's like crying and I like scared him and like, but no, he's taking shelter of Jai Shivani. Okay. This is kind of Rasa Bas now. Let me get back. <laughs> so what is he feeling? They'll be able to drink the nectar from his eyes, emanate from the, his smile the nectar of the smile emanating from the corners of his eyes. And in between this, they're remembering his sweet praises and, and, and that are coming, his affectionate words that are coming from his, they're just overwhelmed. And this is what God wanted to taste. This is what he wanted to taste. This is what he was listening to. This is what, what Lord Chaitanya was listening to. Okay, one more verse. Do I, I still have my Gopi Bhav Club online here <laughs> on the edge of their seats? It was only too advanced for one person that left. One more verse. Sukam Prabhata Radit Rajaniya Mashisha Satya Bhubhuva Purayoshita. Oh, I read that. Samukundo Marumanju by Shitar Krihita Chitta Paravan Manasyapi Katampunana Pratiyasyate Bala Pramyasalajasmita Vimbramai Bravam O Gopis, although our Mukunda is intelligent and very obedient to his parents. Once he has fallen under the spell 
of the honey-sweet words of the women of Matara and been enchanted by their alluring, shy smiles, how will he ever be able to return to the unsophisticated girls of Brudge? Ecstatic lack of self-esteem. <laughs> how will I return? And their love is just so deep and increasing. Okay. Wow. We had some fun today. Let me Let's see what they got here for me. Some fruit tea. Um, Jai Shirade, what's the menu? What? Creamy metal soup. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, burger, black, black burgers with barbecue sauce. Okay. Uh, some peanut butter fries. Toast okay. with whipped cream. Okay. 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 As long as there's no borscht, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to hear there's no borscht <laughs> with sour cream. I would freak out. <laughs> she used to serve me in Moscow. I was thinking she'd get, get revenge. I just couldn't get that cream out of the soup, no matter what I do. <laughs> Every day, I don't want cream in the soup. I don't want cream in the soup. Every day it would come. You know, she has a strong mind of her own. That's the guru. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Okay. Anybody like to say hello? Hello, Bill Murray. Thank you for the class. Um, I, I really am appreciating the point which you said about the... Oh, great. How about now? Uh-oh. I see me. I can't Can see you. Me, I can't see you. Oh. Ah. Can you hear me though, Mirage? I, I can hear you, but we need the visual. Oh, well. I, I see you now, but somehow you don't come down. Oh, okay. That's okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I'm, in the, my, I'm in my back room. Okay. There I am. <laughs> I was really appreciating the point about what you said about. Oh, hi, everybody. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, lots of people are there. Cool. Um, I was really appreciating the point about how you said that the Gopis didn't have anything that was in their heart that was theirs, that it was completely uh, the, uh, the the selflessness. I love that. And, and as well as the smile coming from the ends of Krishna's eyes was just such a beautiful, beautiful um, um, image. So thank you. Wow. You know, it's getting a little late. I'm probably just going to go for today now. And uh, again, I'm excited after being hunkered down now to uh, get a chance to go out. And uh, we have a nice retreat. I see at least three people here that are going. It's nice. Okay. Thank you all. I'm a little more passionate because, you know, driving and coming late, it brings out my conditioned humorous nature. But I hope, okay. Thank you all. Bunch of culpa, Patrubia, Sakra, Pacinda, Behavia, Chapa, 